Prince Mpia on Beyond the Headline. It is now nearly 11 minutes uh, before 5 o'clock. We're in conversation next with uh, Kumu Ramolifo, who is uh, the Democratic, of Al- Democratic Alliance uh, Gauteng Shadow MEC for Education. Um, he's going to speak to us about the response that was given by the MEC um, for education in Gauteng, and this is in relation to um, sexual misconduct allegations being leveled by uh, being leveled against students. So this is what the MEC Chulane had to say. So according to the Department of Education in Gauteng, school pupils in the province are still being taught by teachers who um, have been accused of sexual misconduct following the revelation. Uh, the DA has warned that innocent lives are at risk, and they are urging the department to take action against those found guilty. Kume, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. So how many teachers are still teaching while facing allegations of sexual misconduct? Uh, good afternoon, Adrian, and also to FAFM listeners. Yeah, the, based on the information which the MEC has uh, provided, uh, there is an indication about 86 uh, of those teachers who are currently still on the system. Uh, but what is more concerning is that uh, the department doesn't have a register uh, of, you know, who are those who either found guilty or uh, who are those who uh, either the victims have opened case against them. Because they are saying we leave that to the victims, uh, and which is a concern for us because uh, we once raised this, uh, you know, two, three years ago to say, can you create a, a record of all the sex offenders so that even if they are found guilty, they can't be moving around from one school to the other or from one province to the other and still be in the system and continuously uh, victimize uh, our learners. Mm. So unfortunately, the, the department seems to be reluctant to actually take such an action. And we believe that they are amongst the ones which they are mentioning, uh, that uh, the 173 uh, who, I mean, were alleged to have done sexual misconduct against learners, they are still, some of them are still in the system. And they also, as you said, uh, these are people, some of them are put on precautionary, I mean, suspension, meaning that they are getting paid for not doing anything. And we believe that the department needs to check up and do something quickly. And yeah. I mean, with the interest of protecting our learners. Mm-hmm. And looking at that stat that was given to you, 173 sexual allegations against teachers over the past year, five years, um, what's your interpretation of that? Also considering um, that this misconduct could land somebody um, losing the job, the teacher losing the job, but also then um, and being on that national register of sex offenders, but yet this still continues. I think we believe the, the issue of underreporting uh, when it comes to these type of cases. Uh, and then because there are also no systems put in place which protect the victims, which in this case are learners, uh, some teachers get away with this type of you know uh, criminality. Uh, and if the department is really committed to really uh, get rid of this type of people who are within our community so that we don't give them space, to operate in our schools because schools needs to be a safer space where learning and teaching is taking place. Uh, we need to make it easy for learners to be able to report so they don't necessarily become victims and or they get bullied uh, for them raising concerns about teachers who are actually going after them. Uh, as you probably recall, um, there was also a stage which uh, was released about teenage pregnancies. And the yeah. number of instances you realize that this also involves some of the teachers. But because we don't have systems put in place, you know, they get away with it. 
and then the careers of these young ones then get destroyed uh, while they continue to teach. And some, you know, allegations that they go and approach parents and say, don't report cases, we'll be able to support your child while the child is at home. And this is really unacceptable because at this, I mean, point, I mean, this time when kids are at school, many of them can make decisions on their own. Uh, but because of societal challenges, we believe that the Department of Education, together with other departments, needs to come on board to protect their interests while they're yeah. so that they can only engage in sexual matters at their own choice after they've completed schools. Not because they're forced, uh, because of the child, either they're thinking that it will then give them flavors to pass certain subjects, mm. or they fear that, you know what, if then they get exposed, they end up being dropping out of the system. Yeah, because there's always that as well. Um, the other part that you raise in the statement is um, the reporting um, to the police, though, on these cases of sexual misconduct and the department or um, the argument being that um, that's not the responsibility of um, the Department of, 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 of Education. Why would you want to place that burden on the department? Yeah, I was saying these cases actually take place in the school uh, environment. So we can't expect that the, if the incidents took place at the school level, then the cases need to be opened outside without the support of the school. And we believe that because schools are institutions, it becomes or also have the weight because you've got your psychosocial services together to assist those learners so that even when they're facing difficulties, there are people who will be able to help them to still even progress. And what we really have here is that you know learners will do that on their own, but there's no support mechanism because the department will be pulling on and say, it's not us, we're not involved. It's a criminal case outside uh, our responsibility. So we're saying if it is happening in our schools, can you then continue to provide that support? Because the role of you know, institu- I mean, schools as institutions is to protect and defend while they're teaching and preparing our learners for a better future. Thank you so much for your time. That is Kumo Ramorifo, who is uh, the DA's Gauteng Shadow MEC for Education. Listening into the conversation is Steve Mabona, who is the spokesperson for Gauteng Education. Steve, good afternoon, and thank you so much for making time for us. Let's start off where Kumo left the conversation, and that is on um, the... He says that there should be a resp- level of responsibility coming from schools to also open cases, criminal cases, that is of a teachers accused of sexual, sexual misconduct. Good afternoon, Elrunden, to all our listeners. Um, it's quite interesting that um, the Honorable Member Ramulipi will then make blanket statements like we are not taking responsibility when coming to the support. There's no learner that would not be supported in our environment when they are they need our support. I mean, we have a psychosocial unit team that goes to all our schools in the event there's a case that needs to be attended to. So it's a blanket statement that we are not supporting. All learners have been supported, be it on anything that happens to them. And the reporting, we work very closely with parents if a case uh, needs to be reported, you know, uh, where there's a criminal case that needs to be um, uh, reported. We work very closely with the parents, and uh, uh, they they are encouraged. And we, we 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 even support them. Some of them we even take them, you know, with the school resources and take them to the police station so that they open these cases. Mm-hmm. So we don't understand where does that come from. But um, in their statement, they are saying we might be having uh, educators that 
have a sexually violated learner. We are saying, in, when they were asking us questions, they didn't go to an extent that how many of those that would have been reported, but they were found not guilty. Mm. Out of the remaining number, because we, are, we gave them the number of how many were dismissed. We gave them over 80, 86 that were dismissed. Those, their cases were proven, they were dismissed. But out of the remainder, there are those cases that could not be uh, uh, substantiated. They, those educators were not found guilty. But then out of that, there are those that would have been found guilty, but probably short of a dismissal, they would have been sanctioned, uh, maybe uh, three months without pay, um, uh, warning. It depends on the merit of mm. the case, because cases will not be the same. Uh, because it's to an extent that the, uh, those uh, would have not probably uh, been in a position to, uh, you know, physically uh, uh, violate uh, learners, but they would have said some statements which are unacceptable. And uh, they probably the disciplinary process will then decide that um, they are giving a sanction one or the other. But there are those that would not be substantiated. Mm-hmm. Uh- and the ones that are on precautionary suspension? No, you know, a precautionary suspension, it will be a serial case where we feel that we cannot have a, 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 an educator in our school environment or even in our district. Uh, we will then precautionary suspend them. They will be at home because they can't be in, in our space. But they, we have those that would have been precautionary transferred. And most of them would have been, uh, they would have been transferred to the district offices while their cases are heard. And once they, they, they are, the, the cases are done, then depending on the uh, result, then we will be knowing whether they go going to a school or probably they will be dismissed or they will be uh, having the fines. And some of them would be probably redeployed to go to uh, different areas of work. Yeah. So, so currently there's no teacher that you know of that is um, in class while facing allegations of sexual misconduct? No, no, no. We can't have that. They won't be. Even if we, would, we would have asked him the same question. There's no way that he will tell you that that is happening. It's just that uh, they must you know, ask questions, but sometimes they ask questions to a certain extent, but they don't ask uh, those that will then give them a certain limitation. Because if they they asked some of the questions, would have uh, responded, and they would have not had the picture that they are painting, that the gloomy picture that they are saying we have educators that uh, have sexual uh, uh, assault cases hanging, you know, above their head. There's nothing like that. All these cases that we've put on the table there, we have attended to them. Uh, those that would have uh, want, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, found guilty of some mm. sort, sanctions would have been meted out. So there's no case that yep. would be reported in such a serious case and we just leave it there and say an educator must be in our space without taking responsibility. Thank you so much for your time. Steve Mabon is the spokesperson for the Gauteng Education Department. It's five o'clock.